Thank you for listening to America's Start, an American history podcast designed with quick and simple lessons to broaden your knowledge and understanding of how America got its start. Welcome to our podcast. Today we'll be talking about the different diseases in the Civil War and how they affected the overall outcome of the war. First, we will start with typhoid. Typhoid is a bacterial disease that transfers through contaminated food and drinking water and sometimes just close contact. Before vaccines were created, the overall death rate was 20% and even and it was an even higher rate when it was worsened by something like bad infection or pneumonia. So most of the men in the Civil War had a rough time trying to survive. More than 34,000 soldiers from both sides died in the war just because of this disease alone. This disease can last for two to three weeks, which is enough time to get severely infected or worse in general. Typhoid killed the second most people in the war, and the Confederates were more affected from typhoid than the Union was. Now we will move on to malaria. Malaria is a disease that is caused by a parasite that is transmitted when a mosquito bite gets infected. The severity of this disease is based on the species of parasite. A total of 10,000 people died of this disease during the war. You as if you don't get medicine, which they didn't have in the war. The part where this disease kills you is when it gets more, gets more severe and turns into worse disease like cerebral malaria, which stops blood flow to the brain. About 40% of the people died if they contracted this disease during the war. Malaria is the fourth biggest killer disease in the war. The Union was hurt worse by this disease than the Confederates. Soldiers had five times the chance to die from malaria than in battle. The effects of malaria include high fever, chills, headache, and other flu-like symptoms. Now moving on to dysentery. Dysentery was one of the most common reported diseases during the Civil War. This disease was the deadliest of the diseases in the Civil War. The soldiers got dysentery mostly from contaminated water. Dysentery is a, is a disease involving the inflammation of the lining of the large intestines. The inflammation causes stomach pains and diarrhea. Some cases in this involve vomiting and fever. The reason why so many soldiers got this disease was because it took a while for regular supplies of water in the trenches to be organized. Dysentery is caused by bacteria entering the mouth with food or water and also caused by contact with infected people. The diarrhea from this disease resulted in losing salts and fluids from the body. This can be fatal if the body dehydrates. This disease struck the men in the trenches as there was no proper sanitation. The soldiers couldn't stop to refill their water from a station, so they had to refill their bottles with impure water from their shell holes. The Confederates were less affected from this disease than the North was. The next disease we will talk about is pneumonia. Pneumonia is the third leading killer of disease in the Civil War. Pneumonia is the inflammation of the lungs and pleuria. This disease had a mortality rate of 24%, killing about 20,000 people during the war. Sir William Osler, considered by many to be the father of modern medicine, described pneumonia as the most fatal of all acute diseases. How they cured typhoid. During the Civil War, they had many treatments for typhoid, including administration of turpentine, quinine, brandy, and quinine sulfate, or hygienic measures considered by most, by far the more important. Abiotics is the only treatment nowadays, including Cepro, Cethromax, and Ceftriaxin. 
Now we will be talking about how they treated malaria. During the Civil War, there were two main treatments for malaria, including quinine and arsenic. Malaria is treated with prescription drugs nowadays to kill the parasite. The drugs are malarone, qualiquine, and primaquine sulfate. Now how they treated dysentery in the war. They treated dysentery by purifying the water that the soldiers drank during the war. Now we'll be talking about how they treated pneumonia in the war. During the war, they treated pneumonia with doses of opium, quinine, or mustard platters. Today, we treat pneumonia with antibiotics and penicillin. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you learned something new about diseases in the Civil War. Have a good day. America's Start podcast can be found wherever you find quality podcasts. If this is your first time listening, please like, subscribe, and share with your friends to help spread the word. You can follow John at Mr. Underscore JVD on Twitter, and you can also read his blog, which is at mrvanduzen.blogspot.com.